Naughty 40. My first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store If you want to get the most out of your bait and be proud about it you've come to the right podcast It's time for the latest tips, tricks and news to make you a better baiter I'm Liam Williams and I'm bait mate Sean It's It's time time for the Proud Baiters Baiters Podcast. All right, welcome to the Proud Baiters Podcast 2024, our first co-hosted episode. Hello, Sean. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Can't believe that it's 2024. I know. It's February 2024. Mm. That's we're already one month in. How's your baiting been in the first month of the year? Look, so the first couple of weeks, so the week between Christmas and New Year, so yep. or technically the tail end of last year, I yes. suppose. Um, it was pretty goddamn good. Oh, good! Like flat chat doing nothing, yeah, but stroking. Fantastic flat chat, amazing. That's what holidays should be about. Um, and first week of the year was it was pretty substantial. Um, I was going more for length rather than amount. Yep. yep. Um, so you know I had a. Good couple day baits. Oh, good. Um, and since then, obviously back in the office at work, so kind of ruined a couple of, yep. couple of moments for me. But um, really, really loving the, what, the 15 minutes of attention that I give it in the morning just to kind of, you know, all right, just, just settle down, settle down. We can do this. We can get through the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll uh, give you a little bit now. And just know I'll be coming back to you later. And then it's like the minute that I clock off at work, straight downstairs, jocks off. Yep. On the scooter, cockering on, bouncing my way home. Because, of course, we are in the middle of summer. Yeah. So, short, loose shorts, bouncing down the road, semi the entire way. The minute I walk in the door, hands on. Very good. Very good. Amazing. How's yours been? Uh, Pretty good. The tail end of 2024 was not huge in terms of volume or time, uh, but that was mostly because I was working to get my novel out uh, for the second week of Jan, which I did, uh, and that's gone pretty well. Cool. I think sold a few copies of that. Ooh, um, exciting. There is, for those listening, uh, there is some beta um, chapters in that book. It's not, I don't write erotica that is just, well, it's like my life. Like no one goes through, I read like erotica novels that are based on like six months with two guys in it and neither of them jerk off. I'm like, come on, 
come on, guys. Well, that sounds particularly, more like my life. <laughs> <laughs> particularly if you're getting into like uh, a lot of the erotica stuff is like, will they, won't they? There's a bit of that. So until they do, if you're meeting a hot new person, you're jerking off in that time. Oh, until the moment in the story where you're having the sex. But that never happens in the books. So my erotica is very bait positive. So if you are looking for that in an erotic novel, then obviously the link to mine is in the episode description. Now, some of the stuff that's in your erotic novel, is that the same as your erotica podcast? Is there a crossover between characters and stories? uh, So... People who have been listening to the Erotica podcast from the start will recognise some of the stories in the novel, some of the elements of the novel, um, as they have been short stories that have been expanded upon for the novel. Right. But now that they're in the novel, they're no longer on the podcast. Now, anybody who hasn't discovered the Erotica podcast, um, firstly, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Uh, Secondly... Put your cock down for a second, and that is like uh, something that I very rarely say. Rarely, rarely. Use two hands and find this erotica podcast. I guarantee you will have. Well, it's easy to find because it's in the episode description of this podcast. Yeah, as well, um, and and you can find it at liamwilliams.com.au as well as that's where you can find the the novel and the audio book if you like my. Voice, But if you have listened to the Erotica podcast, there's not the same characters or not the same stories, but it is me reading the audiobook. So if you like the way that I write and read Erotica, then you can buy the ebook and the audiobook on the website. But that meant that I didn't do a lot of baiting towards the end of 2023 um, to get ready for the book launch. I did notice that you were a little bit antsy in the last couple of weeks of last year. Yeah, well... I did my little ADHD <laughs> thing and I actually invented two two projects that I wanted to get early January and I ended up getting rid of one and focusing on the novel. Uh, but then I went overseas, so I have done some international baiting Ooh. Uh, in Vietnam. Anybody's over there? Uh, no. No, it was just me jerking off in a uh, different country, which was fun. Nice. It's always fun to do that. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah, back and between Vietnam and getting really back into the swing of things in terms of writing the next novel uh, and back into all of the projects, I've given myself, uh, I gave myself a week-ish of uh, just baiting time. So I have uh, clocked up the hours and the sessions in the bait tracking spreadsheet Lovely. Which, if you're not a part of, you can still become a part of tracking your baits for 2024, um, which is fun. There's almost 20 of us um, all in one Google Sheets uh, tracking our baits for 2024 at current. Not that it's competition. No, I was about to say, like, at no point, as much as we sit here and we say how fantastic and amazing masturbation is, and where we want to encourage you to embrace a masturbation lifestyle, Yeah, at no point are we saying, you, you know, it's a competition, you've got to drop X amount of loads a day, you've got to spend X amount of time jerking off every every day. So what we have done so far as a group uh, is... 200 loads 
Um, and is that just for January? That's January. Over 214 hours. And that's only with just under 20 people. Yep. Good that is God. Uh, 18 people. That is damn impressive. Like, if that's yeah. 18 people that are doing this for the month of January, imagine what the rest of the population is doing and how much of that. Yeah. So, would would you say quite comfortably that that's like more than one load a second around the world? Oh, yeah. If we think, like if we think, say, conservative, well, we say half the 8 billion people are male. Yeah. And if we say, what if we say like 15 to 70 is the general peak masturbation, that's a long peak, but men are men, mm. um, then there would be, what would that be? 3 billion people? Of masturbatorial age, conservatively. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot going on. But this group, we've all set our goals for the number of orgasms, the number of sessions, and the amount of time that we're going to take. And I did some maths because I'm a data nerd. If we all achieve our goals, we will have spent almost six months masturbating as a group, all told. And we will have shot 15 litres of cum. Jeepers, creepers. <laughs> Which is just over four gallons for those listening in uh, in the US. Just imagine the amount of cocktails you can make with that much yeah. cum. How many uh, Jacob Elordi bathtub cocktails oh, can be made out of that one? Make me a macho mojito. Um, that's masturbation news that we could talk about. Oh. For those that haven't seen Saltburn, uh, that could be... A spoiler, I assume you have. Oh, I mean, that bathtub scene is something that has been picked up by yep. so many news channels everywhere, like yep. BuzzFeed's all across it, here in Australia, pedestrians across it. Yep. Like, I made sure I saw it because I started to see a couple of things on TikTok, um, and so I made sure I saw it as soon as it got onto Amazon Prime to watch. Yeah, same. Um, so that there weren't any spoilers uh, because... People are very good at not posting spoilers. Yeah. But all of these TikToks and reels that take the piss out of an element of a movie do become a spoiler. Yeah. Um, anyway, look, personally, there are a couple of points in it where I know some people that have seen it and they're like, oh, my God, he's doing that? Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, huh, cool. Yeah. There are a couple of things. Oh, well, I kind of was like, I knew weird stuff was in it. Yeah. Uh, and so when the weird stuff happened, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a weird thing. I wasn't, like, grossed out about it. I'm like, okay, one weird thing. I'm expecting two more. Yeah. Um, and I got at least three. Great film. Uh, very good film. Rosamund Pike's great. I don't want to get into movie review territory, nah. but Rosamund Pike's great. Um, and Jacob Elordi jerks off in a bathtub. Yeah. So what more do you want? Mm. Um, so that is... Uh, going on as we've talked last year, masturbation in movies, that is now one of them. Huh. Salt burn. Now, just circling back around to this uh, this masturbator spreadsheet. Goal setting, yes. Uh, we do, You did do something similar to this uh, for last year. It was one of the links that was on the... Yep. Um, that, w that was in the Discord. It's not the same one, though, this year, is it? It's kind of like the the beefed-up version 2.0. Uh, yeah, it's it's... 
not hugely beefed up, but it is a, a little bit more going on. Yep. Um, and if you sign up on the for the email newsletter, then um, I send you an email every month with a little encouragement. And obviously, those links are all in the episode description yes. for this. Yeah. Um, and those monthly emails have a little bit of encouragement, as well as I send out a monthly leaderboard, an update on stats. You should send a photo of your hand in it, so you can like give everybody a hand. Get it? Get yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, because I think there are people as well that are tracking themselves, not on this communal spreadsheet. So as we go along each month, people can add in their own stats and I'll, you know, update the whole of everybody that's listening and tracking. Look, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am pretty damn slack when it comes to tracking things on the spreadsheet. So once my name is on there you might not necessarily see a lot of data in there. Um, I am still tracking it though. Yeah. Uh, I have a, um, it's a going joke with one of my good friends. Um, with We both have an Apple watch so we can share our workouts and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a function, there's a, a workout you can select, which is other. Other, yep. Uh, so it does the countdown, it does your heart rate and the amount of calories that you burn you know, things like that. And you can actually watch your breath as you're going all the way through. So once the session's finished, you can see what your heart rate's at and your breath's at. And you can't take up the gospel because it is on well, your wrist. But you can add that to your own spreadsheet. Well, but that's the thing. I slack at putting it in the spreadsheet because it's easy for me just to go boop, boop on my watch. But then at the end of each month, I sit there and I get a report for it. Oh yeah. So I'm going to sit there and once a month, that spreadsheet is just going to get full yep. as all hell. There are a couple of people that haven't added data yet. So there will be more than 15 litres, I imagine. Oh, for sure. By the end of the year. That's also only taking like the middle of the average amount of cum per orgasm and ejaculation. Well, I mean, just because you orgasm doesn't mean that you're going to eject, like you're going to yeah, yeah. spray, that you're going to yep. squirt. There's not going to be any ejaculate. And there's also like people are tracking different things. And what I've liked with, there's a little separate sub room in the discord server of people that are tracking um and some people are like oh does this count and what do i do if i have this do i count that and i'm just like well that is whatever relates to your goal yeah So like if i chat with someone online does that count as a buddy bait and i'm like well if your goal is to just include more people in your sessions then yes yeah. if your goal is to bait with people in person then no yeah. And you're setting your own goals. And that's what this spreadsheet is about. So um, it's kind of, I guess, step one on me as a uh, bait coach mm. to get some little uh, tips from me and some little encouragement. Exciting to see what 2024 brings for you. Yeah. So that's that. Um, and my baiting's been pretty good. I'm so far at the time of recording. Um, uh, that, oh, where is it? Uh, 24 hours Jeepers. of baiting so far. Um, and it's not quite the end of the month as we're recording this, even though this comes out in Feb. Yeah. Um, so I've got a bit more to go before the end oh, of gosh. Jan. You have a long weekend in there. I'm ahead on my goals too. Oh, my goodness. But I'm starting to get back to normal programming. Right. Like other life stuff is coming back in. Oh. But that'll be fine. There's even a little pie chart. Of which of us has um, jerked off the most. <laughs> you and your damn spreadsheet. 
You data nerd, you. That's not even, there's another guy in there who's like, you could do this with the spreadsheet. You could do this with the spreadsheet. <laughs> like I could. There's a lot that you can do with spreadsheets, but I'd rather spend my time baiting than making pretty graphs. Maybe you can uh, divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah. It's one of the chapters of my book, by the way. Just another plug in there. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, that's us discussing how our bait's been. And because it's a while since we've caught up, that's most of the first half of the episode. Oh, there you go. Um, but I found an article. So I, I just Googled masturbation news in preparation for the episode. And a lot of the articles are stuff that we already discussed last year. Um, we did a talk couple about of a few things last negative year. Negative ones. Yeah. Like we talked about no fat misleading men about masturbation. Um, there was an article about... Uh, busting some myths uh, and a couple of other things. Oh, I, origins of masturbation trace back 40 million years. We talked about that too. Yeah. Uh, but this article that I found on Lad Bible is revisiting a guy that tried to break a masturbation record in 2018. So uh, a man claimed he was attempting to achieve the world record for time spent masturbating and his self-pleasure approach is very specific. Now, I know from chatting to people in our Discord server that we have people capable of beating this record. Right. So, Drake Hardy is a 40-year-old bisexual man who said he was attempting to undergo the longest period of time masturbating. The claim to beat is uh, Masanubo Sato's 9 hours and 33 minutes which was recognized by the Center for Sex and Culture way back in 2009. Right. I feel like we've got some listeners who could beat that. Yeah. So interestingly, the record is actually part of the San Francisco Establishment's annual Masturbatathon fundraiser, which raises money for various charities, dispels self-pleasure shame, and contributes to various debates about safer sex. So we'll have to um, keep an eye out for that fundraiser yeah when it comes up later in 2024 i'll donate a sock or two to that so (laughs) he said actually i've beat the record but by myself without a witness i figured there's a world record for something i happen to be pretty good at and have a chance of beating he added who hasn't dreamed of being the best in the world at something hardy claimed that he can masturbate for a total of 10 hour and 10 minutes and offered readers his tried and true tried and tested tips for lasting longer. So this is his tips. Speaking to the publication, he explains the first get he first gets in the mood by putting on some music and set lighting. This is a time to focus on pleasuring me, he explained. Uh, the 2B champion also claimed that sex toys help to extend his marathon sessions. I'm sure I'm not going to say things that a lot of people listening don't know, but as we've discovered in the last few months, We have some newer baiters Mm. that listen. Um, So he says, It's work to go beyond six hours, but I strive to keep it pleasurable. I won't continue if I'm not receiving pleasure, and I certainly stop if it becomes painful. While he doesn't advocate for people masturbating for an insane length of time, the to-be record holder did say that he wanted people to focus on pleasuring themselves more. Don't just make yourself come in five minutes because you're horny or watching porn. Focus on pleasuring yourself and finding out what turns you on and what feels good. He also admitted that to keep up momentum while masturbating, he often allows his erection to become partial tumescence. 
semi. <laughs> That's semi. This is essentially a fancy scientific term for the penis that is partly but not fully erect. Um, however, he admitted that resting his bits in this manner can sometimes be risky and said that this often leads him to lose momentum. The first time I did 10 hours, I remember looking at the clock and I saw I was at about six and thought, okay, just a little more and I'm done. I was so focused that the next thing I knew I was ready to quit and it was 10 hours. But really, why does this man want to compete in the Masturbate-a-thon? The true reason is so that he can inspire people to have open and honest sexual freedom, of course. He admitted that when he was younger, he was taught that pleasuring yourself sexually was sinful and something to be ashamed of. I want to share my experiences with others in the hope that their journey to sexual freedom can be shorter, better informed, and more open and honest with themselves and others. Uh, he would fit right in. I've got a question. <laughs> yes. When you say masturbate for 10 hours. Yeah. He mentions in there that it is, um, he starts off by setting the mood with some music and some scented candles. Is that when his masturbation starts? Or does his masturbation start when he puts hand on, what was was it? Um, Fully tumescent. Fully tumescent (laughs) um, phallic rod. Um, Well, that's a good good question. And we've talked about it a bit uh, in the podcast and certainly in, in the Discord. And you talk a lot about... Mental masturbation. Take take today, for instance. Yep. I've been having a relatively steamy conversation with somebody in the Discord server. <laughs> oh, that's unlike you. <laughs> Never. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm up out of bed at five o'clock every morning. Yeah. Because right, I go to the gym. Yeah. So five o'clock this morning or quarter to five, I roll over and I check my phone um, and scroll through Twitter for a little bit. Sorry, X for a little bit. So Are we past the point where we're calling it X formally Twitter? Are we just calling it X now? Oh, I'm just calling it Twitter. Because for about the last half of last year, everyone was calling it X brackets formally Twitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm still going to stick with Twitter. I'm going with Twitter. Until but like, it falls apart. I start my day looking at porn and yep. I have a semi. I put my cock ring on. I go to the gym. With a semi. So technically speaking, in my book, you know, I'm giving myself self-pleasure because I quite like having an erect penis. I quite like looking at porn and I quite like wearing a cock ring. So therefore, my masturbation starts at about quarter to five in the morning. Yeah. I ride that all the way through until I get some alone time to be able to stroke one out. So does that mean that my, because it's, you know, it's something that I keep topping up throughout the day. Like I'll jump on Twitter, I'll chat with someone, I'll, you know. Yeah, I think that's an interesting, and I suppose if it was Guinness World Records, there would be rules around it. <laughs> okay. But I think for just going for like a fun charity masturbatathon, they're just like, let's just talk about it, which is again what we're trying to do here. I uh, so I know a couple of people who have uh, attempted some world record attempts, yeah. uh, and just some of the things that you've got to jump through to do the world record attempts. And if it is something big, someone from the Guinness World Records will come and office witness. Needs to be there to witness yeah. it. So can you just imagine? Uh, sorry, has has he done this, or he's planning on doing it? Well, that's the thing because of the beast that is online content. Oof. I'm unsure if this is 
a rehashing of an article from 2018 or whether it's a revisiting of a man from 2018 with a new interview now. Right. Um, and I'm also not sure why the uh, article starts with a picture of Joseph Gordon-Levitt because I don't think they made a movie about this man starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I don't really think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's no. been in a really wank-based movie. No. But anyway. But, like... Just imagine the um the the Guinness World Record adjudicator sitting there for as, ten and a half hours as this guy is is playing is, is pulling his pud. Yeah, it is an interesting concept, I guess, or an idea. What counts as masturbation? Mm. And if you were doing it, yeah, because when we've talked before about like edging, is edging constantly hand on? controlling how far you are from the edge or like I edge getting close getting to partial tumescence and then getting close again <laughs> I do I really like that I'm never saying semi again no no <laughs> you just sound more classy if you, you sound like you need a um spectacles yeah I'll get it a monocle while I am at partial tumescence and lean on your cane uh anyway that that's the article um and that he's going for, for 10 hours. I would be interested to hear from listeners if they reckon they've hit nine or 10 hours. I'd also be interested to know what you guys all think of when masturbation starts. Like, when does it start for you? Is it the minute that you put your hand on your dick? Yeah. Or is it when you're setting the music and putting lighting the scented candle and you're standing there in your underwear? Assuming that you wear underwear. If you do, no judgment. If you don't, eh, no judgment either. Yeah, no judgment. Wear as much or as little as you like. One issue with uh, Lad Bible is that they have categorized this under health, sex and relationships, and weird. I'm telling we're all a bit weird, aren't we? But also that's not real. You know, if you're writing an article about someone trying to put a positive spin and ruin some stigma around masturbation, you probably don't want to file that article under weird. No, I can't imagine that's a, a, a positive note that you need to pop on it. Um, but that's the only real news article I could find. So if listeners out there, uh, you have come across some articles, um, then you can send it to us in the Discord server. There's a podcast topics section, or you can email news at proudbaiters.com if there's something that you want to talk about. Mm. Is there anything else you want to talk about with masturbation this week? Just looking at the box for the mic stand, and it does look like a very phallic symbol. Um, It's also your cock rings resting on it. Well, (laughs) not everyone needs to know I've got a cock ring sitting on the table. That's enhanced it. (laughs) I think some of our listeners would be disappointed if we didn't have at least one masturbatory-related item close by other than our cocks, of course, while we're recording. Well, I mean, if it is if it is anything, we can just happily let the listeners know that you're sitting here fully dressed and I'm literally sitting here in my underwear. Yeah. With a cock ring sitting next to me. With a cock ring sitting next to you. When I walked in, you were mid-bait um, and I just started to set up the studio. See, again, <laughs> was I mid-bait or was I just playing? You were full tumescence. True. And you had a toy on it. I would count that definitely as baiting. 
Look, it was hardly a toy. It was a massage gun. And, you know, it was a muscle that needed pulling. I mean, a pulled muscle. <laughs> you also said <laughs> it's not really doing anything, but you were fully erect. <laughs> so it was clearly doing something. Happy 2024, people. <laughs> Thanks for listening uh, to this episode of the Proud Baiters podcast. Next episode will be me. And then we're going to start getting into the interviews. Oh, interviews. We love interviews. I've got some interviews, uh, exciting interviews coming up in 2024. If you know someone that would like to be interviewed to talk about masturbation, um, then get in touch. Thanks, Sean. Thank you very much. We'll uh, talk to you all in the Discord server. Hit us up. Thanks for listening to the Proud Baiters podcast. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm Batemate Sean. Keep up to date with the chat on the Proud Baiters Discord. And if you want early access to every episode and a whole heap of extras, sign up to the Liam Williams Patreon. Until next time, happy, happy baiting. baiting.